welcome to the Engine Room Podcast. Your host, Cami, the coach and creator of the Fit Life Coaching Program. This podcast has been designed to remove the barriers to get you moving to your ultimate dream, body, mind, and health. As ambitious men and women, we know that health is the ultimate driver to your success. In this podcast, we'll be discussing everything you need to get you thriving nutritionally, thinking clear so you can have high performance habits and productivity, and getting you training fitter, faster, stronger, and the best shape of your life. The goal is now. Let's dive in, let's get you winning, and let's get you thriving. And welcome to this episode of our podcast. And in this episode, we're going to be mastering the mastering the art of self-talk. See, when it comes down to self-talk, ultimately what it is, is self-talk is we are being real. We are being outcome focused and we are being goal focused. And when it comes down to, I want you to live off the thought process of you're no use to anyone gassed. What I mean by gassed is these are the moments in your fitness. These are the moments in life where negativity is overwhelming. In fitness, it's maybe you've gone too hot, too heavy. You've maybe pushed yourself to limits and burnt yourself out. In life, it can happen when we feel like we've just got workloads that are overwhelming. It means that we feel like we're going from pillar to post and it can have, uh, it can almost take over, take control over us. Whenever we are working out, your can be at your highest point and your highest efficiency. And the thing is, everybody will support you when you're at your highest. And the thing is, they know where your potential is, so they'll always give you more and more and more to do. And in these moments, if we don't have good levels of self-talk to break things down, we can crack, we can be overwhelmed, and we have no boundaries. We'd end up people-pleasing, feeling that this is what they want. So what we've got to do is make sure that we're living at our means and not living within the false positivity bubble that a lot of people tend to fall into just to make sure or make make do to make things feel like they are okay. And I want to share a bit of a story with you. So when it comes down, when it comes into uh, self-talk, okay, the f- phrase you're no use to anyone gassed actually resonates with me from a moment in my previous life. So whenever I was at uni, um, I was an absolute wildfire. I literally, I went to university and created an entire new cami. I came, when I went to university, I was in a really low place, to be honest. Like, I really, really lost. Um, and uh, it wasn't a really pleasant place. See, whenever like I left school, I was like, the end, my, my mom and dad split up and I was quite low. And I didn't really know where I stood. I didn't want to stay with, like, my, like just with my dad because I felt I was letting my mum down. I didn't want to stay with my mum because I felt like I was letting my dad down. I was going to university. 
I ended up staying with my sister in Glasgow for a bit, going to back to my mom's for a bit, didn't really feel at home, didn't know anybody. So I had to go to university and survive. So when I went to university to survive, I put on the face of people want me to just be the be all and end all. I, they wanted me to be the go-to person. So part, what happened was I did what everybody does at uni. I went and I socialized like there was nothing on earth. And uh, there was one time that I got so, so drunk that I actually didn't even make it to the night out. And uh, two of my friends who I met at uni took me in a taxi back to my mum's house and I got out and I was trying to put the key in the door and the door opened and I looked in the door and I was like standing there swaying and I was like, you're not my mum. And I'd gone to the next door neighbor's house. And my mum was mortified. She said, Cammy, get over here. It was only like nine o'clock at night. And instead of walking around the hedge, I fell over the hedge and into the garden. And my mum was like, get in this house now. And that night I was not well. And I woke up the next morning and I, uh, hung over as hell and my mom just said to me you're no use to anyone gassed you're no use to anyone and she was right i was okay because i was just trying to entertain everybody and i ended up cracking and breaking and because i just caught up with the busyness when it comes down to self-talk guys okay when you're busy or you are in that drive mode where you're just getting things done you sometimes don't notice it. You don't notice uh, it, but then suddenly it hits you like a ton of bricks and it can take longer for you to recover. In sessions, it can take longer for you to recover in sets. In life, it can mean it takes longer for you to uh, between session to session, which means regardless if it's you take longer to get rest or it takes longer for you to go from session to session, it means that we're getting unfit. And it's because we're going for the all or nothing approach, which is why self-talk is one of the most important things that we have. Because if we don't have a level of self-talk, what can happen is we feel like we need to be stimulated for everything. We have no ability, no drive. And what happens is we end up looking for ways to cut short at every hurdle, other reasons why things can't happen. And if you think about it, it's like a, a ball, a bouncy ball, and if you're in a really like a small cupboard and you launch a bouncy ball in that small cupboard, it's just going to hit you repeatedly. It's just going to go round and round. It's going to be really unpleasant. So what we've got to do is learn to remove, expand the room. There's going to always going to be those negative moments, but there's three main causes of negative self-talk. And like when it comes down to it, your body or your mind can't process negativity. If you, I said to you, don't think about an elephant you're going to think about an elephant. If you're skiing and I say, don't hit the tree, you're going to be looking at all the trees. So when it comes down to it, what happens is if there's no kind of negative self-talk can happen because of three main reasons. Number one is there's no plan. So there's no set boundaries. So we just do what everybody else wants us to do. We've got no agenda for us to kind of focus on what you need. If you've got no agenda and you focus on what everybody else needs, because you've got no boundaries to set for yourself. So no plan causes no uh, negative self-talk. 
Next up is lack of tracking or not grateful or awareness of current levels. If we're just winging it and not tracking what we want to see change, what happens is we're not grateful for the progress we're making. And what happens there is we lose the parameters. It's almost like we're getting drawn back into what we remember rather than actually seeing what progress you're making. You're so focused on what used to happen because we're not tracking what's changing. We're just living off of, oh, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Rather than actually giving yourself, oh, look what I did today. Look what I managed this day. Look what I managed this week over last week. And then the last form is a freak of nature where we get blindsided, stretched, and we get stretched from plan. You've maybe planned, you've maybe have been tracking, but something happens and it's a freak of nature. Just to let you know, freak of natures don't happen every week. So if you are struggling with self-talk on a week-to-week -week basis, it's not from a freak of nature. It's either lack of planning, lack of tracking. Um, and if we've got no plan, we're not setting any boundaries. If we're not tracking, we're not being celebrating our wins to see, to see that you've upgraded yourself. You're no longer at that level you used to be. The freak of nature is something that can cause it. It can be a trauma. It can be some, an, uh, an instant. It could be COVID. There's so many uh, different things that can happen that we can't predict. But what we can always do is focus on yourself. Because when it comes down to it, the levels of self-talk is retrospective of the stimuli. And what we want to do is make sure we give you the effective tools. So I'm going to teach you two different techniques here that can really help you step forward. One of them is for just kind of like day-to-day -day, and one of them is in a fitness level. So at a day-to-day -day level, okay, this is probably the most important one because this is where if you take your stress into your fitness, your arena, then what's going to happen is you know that the session is going to be hard anyway. So learning to de-stress, brain dump, and get it off your chest is massive. So technique one is identify what was the trigger, okay? Write this down. What, what was the trigger? What pissed you off? How did you feel? How did you speak to yourself? And give yourself five actual examples and let yourself actually hear how you're talking to yourself. What actually supports how you're talking to yourself? What do you want to be different? This is you learning to set a boundary here. What can be done? You're setting the boundary. Who or what help do you need? Now go and do it. Okay? If you go through this process, it will 100% help you start to make changes. The key is you've got to make sure that we're implementing this. If you're not implementing this, you've just got a really good way just identify problems. And if we identify problem after problem, we've got negative self-talk. We're not following a plan to set any boundaries. So we're not setting any kind of structure or we're not tracking changes we're making to things. So it's all about the implementation. Now, technique two is a little bit faster, okay? You can use this on a day-to-day -day basis, but this is more based on a kind of fitness level because let's face it, in between sessions, when you're blowing a hoop and you're just like, whoo, this is quite tough. Yeah, woo. You don't really have the time to just kind of go through that kind of process. So whenever it comes to training, like I'm massive into visualization. And anytime I walk into the gym, it's my arena. Like the crowd is cheering for me. Woo, go Kami, you can do it. I have never met a single person who has said, Kami, I want you to fail. You suck. I am the only person that does that. I am the only person who will tell myself that it's hard. I am the only person that will tell myself. Everybody will always support me to try and challenge myself. So if you can't enter your arena at your pace, no one else will. 
So this is where it's really important we learn this. So whenever it comes to training, break it into manageable chunks. You don't need to identify the trigger. We know the trigger already. It's tough, it's hard. Fitness is never gonna be easy because you, as you grow in your fitness, as does the challenge. It is retrospective. So break it into manageable chunks. For me, if I have sets, like maybe be like a set of 10, I'll break that into three sets and a one. Not actually putting the bar down, it's just in my mindset, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one. Excellent. Next up, dominate each uh, manageable chunk. Dominate it with your vibes. Smile, embrace, be happy. Look at yourself, achieve. You are being physically better. You are challenging yourself. You are getting fitter. You are getting more confident. You're being more certain. And at the end, frick yeah, celebrate that. Be proud of yourself. You achieved that. Give yourself that credit. Right, now we go again. Perfect. Because if you bring set negative self-talk into your session, you will quit. So what we've got to do is really start focusing on how can we step forward. And there's a few things that we can do to help with this using these techniques. So you could use technique one where you go through the flow and you could do that as a brain dump or you could maybe use technique two and do that as action planning for your day. But what we want to do is make sure that we're implementing these. If you're someone who needs motivated for everything, then what's going to happen is you're initially saying, I'm ready to quit at any given moment. And what's going to happen is you're always going to fall short or find it hard because we don't have that self-talk drilled in. Practicing your self-talk daily, write your goal daily. Motivation is simply urgency and energy towards your goal. So know your goal inside out. Not just, I want to lose body weight, like because that is a surface level goal. That happens because you're training to get fitter, setting goals that are bigger. If your goal is only what's on the scale, then all you'll be motivated to do is step onto the scale. You're missing the opportunity of growing your fitness levels, breaking a manageable chunk into something that's actually the achievable action. The go enjoy the process, enjoy getting fitter. What we're doing is leading a more active life because not leading an active life gets us stuck in the first place where we're not happy with where we want to be. So be somebody who's motivated in everything you do. Be with somebody who's driven because you're breaking it into a manageable chunk. You're dominating it. You're celebrating it. You know what triggers you, right? You know how it makes you feel. So don't have that in your diary. If something annoys you and you've identified it, don't put it in your diary. Don't let it come into your diary. And that is the hard part because that's you learning to set boundaries. Setting boundaries is probably one of the most challenging things I've ever ever, ever had to do. Like, there's times where I need my family and there's times where I need some space for my family. So it's like, sometimes you've got to like, learning to set boundaries is probably one of the most challenging things MD will come across. Because when it comes down to it, if you're somebody who's easily triggered or distracted on what others do, you're never going to focus on your game. You'll never focus on your plan. You'll always need something else. You'll always need to do something else. You're always focusing on something else instead of actually taking the focus on just that one thing. When people say that they struggle to focus on one thing, a lot of the time is because they're avoiding. Neg like if you're 
if you have like negativity flow and self negative self-talk it can be an avoidance mechanism of doing what's challenging so take on that challenging task focus your attention on that challenging task because i can guarantee you if i said to you right what's the one thing that you need to focus on improving you could probably come up with an answer i know i could right now it's my food choices i could 100 improve my food choices why because to be honest i'm pretty chilled out right now i'm pretty chilled out because i like I'm enjoying my training, I'm enjoying moving, I'm eating good, it's not great, um, but I know that it could be better. How do I know that? Because I ate cake last night, like for the third day in a row. Like, I mean, I know that, I can see that. So how could I improve it? Right, okay, well, let's focus on that. Because speaking to yourself will give you the opportunity to go further. Like when I mean speaking to yourself, actually giving yourself credit, being kind to yourself. Like, I've, like I said, I've never met somebody who Said, I wanted you to, I want you to quit Cammy. I want you to fail. I want you to, I want you to struggle. I want you to struggle in every moment because if I did, they wouldn't be in my circle. They wouldn't be in my arena. They wouldn't be somebody that I would want in my life. So what I'm doing is I'm separating boundaries. So if I wouldn't have that from somebody close to me, like in my circle, why is it acceptable for me to have that in myself? And this is where it's challenging because in the past I've like, I mean, I've shared, I'm sh I've shared loads of moments with yourself, like, and we all get these moments. Like, I get these moments too, and it's easier to put yourself down in these moments. It's easier for you to find a reason to do like, anything or avoid, because it, what is actually we're doing is when we're challenged, it's a, it's a, it's a feeling, it's a way of us feeling sorry for ourselves. Negativity, our negative self-talk, is a way of us feeling sorry for ourselves. Because the alternative is challenging and building your arena. Because it's simple, no one, no one is, a, is any use when they're gassed. So instead, we can comfort ourselves and hold ourselves back, or we can learn to take things into our stride. We can learn to power up. We can learn to upgrade. We can learn to drive forward. And it doesn't matter if you're going for a job interview. It doesn't matter if you're going and to... Uh, a stressful meeting. It doesn't matter if you are maybe got things going on in your personal life. It doesn't matter if you're even just going to the gym. What is what is the challenge? What can we break it into a manageable chunk? How can you make dominate this? What can you do to think about this differently? What would help you feel absolutely incredible about just that one logical? How can you take one simple step forward? What is the most simplest way to break to step forward? Now celebrate once you once you've done it, because if you break things into manageable chunks, that simple level, you actually realize that it's actually really achievable. Like when it comes down to it, like I I I don't I don't believe on in um, inequality. I feel everybody is equal. Everybody everybody is equal because when it comes down to it you seen bolt is the world's fastest man in history and everybody remembers him for setting world records yet he remembers himself for setting a pb so every time i set a pb i'm doing the same practice he is is it the same level no but it's a pb in my level so therefore it's exactly the same level i've set a world record in my world when it comes down to it, if you break things into like you just being your best self and building yourself up, instead of having the easy option of putting yourself down, building yourself up, use the techniques which I spoke to in this in this podcast because they're there to help you. Because 
these are the things that help you. Like going through that flow is a really useful tool that I use on a daily basis to help me identify what works for me, what doesn't work for me. How can I step forward? And what happens is the daily implementation of things is where we get that, that strength. Again, when it comes down to it, there's three ways that we can make sure that uh, we have negative self-talk. And that's not having a plan to set any boundaries. If we don't plan actions in, we'll have no boundaries or reason to rationale them to say, hey, I can't do that. It's going to take five minutes for me to make sure that I have this. If we are lacking that tracking or not grateful of where we are or any progress, we're not going to feel, we're going to feel like we need, we need, we need, we need, and we'll end up feeling run down. If there's a freak of nature that happens and we are very reactive to it, then what's going to happen is we're going to be stretched from pillar to post. How you deal with any struggle is the same way you deal with all struggles. It's just retrospective. If you throw a ball really softly at a wall, it will bounce back retrospectively. If you throw a ball as hard as you can at a wall, it will bounce back retrospectively. Exactly the same with how we deal with struggle. So if you go into a struggle with a positive mindset, you'll come out with a positive mindset. If you go in with a negative mindset or a doubt or an irrational feeling or a lack of structure, it'll come out with a lack of structure. So bring in structure. Know your agenda. Know your goals. Show me your diary. I'll show you your goals. Know the thing that you need to work on most. One thing. If I ask you, what is the one thing you can focus on? We break it into a manageable chunk. Transforming your body, break it into a manageable chunk. Let's focus on nutrition. Let's get this dialed in. This is a simple, follow your training program. We're not going to focus in advance on that. That's just week to week. Let's just aim to progress that. Let's dial this in. Right, daily steps. Okay, let's get these in. When people say they can't, or this, I, 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 I can't, or um, I don't think I, what's happening is, we're throwing out that, our negative ball at the wall. It's going to come back with a negative. I want to show you that how can you break it into that manageable chunk? Because when you throw it, you can actually catch it and throw it again. Catch it, throw it again. Because over time, this removes limits. Over time, it helps you. Because when it comes down to it, in a coaching context, people are only uh, able to be coached at a level that they are open to. If somebody's very closed off to their coaching experience, then the level of coaching they'll get will be like that because that, that closed off because they're not embracing themselves, asking questions and opening up because these are the things is the more you open up, the more the experience you'll get because it's about helping you see how great a person you are. And if we close that off, then what's going to happen is we're closing off the opportunities for people to build you up. I am one of your biggest fans because I want to help you step forward, but I can only meet where you were at. And if we are meeting where we're at, it's because we have a lot of negative self-doubt. Let's use these tools to help open these out, iron them out. Because one thing that we can do is remove these limits. And when we start to remove these limits, what happens is we start to implement things that are different. We start to implement things that help us move forward. Because when it comes down to it, like first thing we do is we're coaching boundaries. So you're not gassed. What I mean by coaching boundaries is Right, your training program is at a set level and it will progress. If we follow your training program, you will see a progression in training program. If we wing it, 
we're not going to learn how to set boundaries of how much weight should I progress it by? Where should I be? If we're irregular with the training, we're not going to feel like we've got that boundary with I'm making progress here. We'll just feel like it's all or nothing all the time. In regards to, um, in regards to forecasting your week, forecasting your week is so that we're not gassed, making sure your week is realistic. Because if we don't forecast your week, what can happen is you can fill it with everything because we don't have any boundaries. Check-ins. Check-ins are to prevent you from getting gassed. How are you actually feeling? Do we need to pivot? Are our energy levels high? Are we seeing the results that we want? If so, continue as are. We don't need to change things that aren't broken. What we want to do is make sure we're meeting where we're at. Celebrate. Acknowledge your wins so you can see the progress you're making. These are all things that really help. And if we shut these off, what happens is we shut off the opportunity for you to really build up that positive mindset. The times that we miss these steps out, which people often think are silly actions, are the most important actions because it's your ability to create regular self-talk. It's why they are so frequent in, our, in the team. Every single week, you'll see these Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You're also here from me on a regular basis throughout the week. Self-talk is one thing that we need to practice daily. It's a, this is, it could be journaling, it could be sharing, it could be talking to people. Because if not, if we internalize things, we're just going to be rebounding what we're internalizing. And if we're not having appropriate levels of self-care, appropriate levels of self-love, appropriate levels of self-drive, what happens is we're going to burn ourselves out. Self-care is a language to yourself. What do you do to care and look after yourself? For me, I like to go for a walk. I like to swim. I like to socialize. I like to play football. Self-love. Uh, I used to think, like, when somebody asked me, what do I do for self-love? And uh, they said I should be trying bubble baths and face masks. And I did, and I said, this did absolutely nothing for me. Absolutely nothing. What I realized is self-love is a form of language. That that was not my language. Self-love is, I'm, I love whenever I am feeling athletic, I am moving, I'm just fit, I'm feeling driven and focused. Like when I'm doing these actions, when I'm coaching, I, it's a form of self-love. Why? Because I love the feeling that it helps. Like that, that is just a great feeling. And then self-drive, what am I doing to challenge myself? What are the goals that I've got set out? I'm gonna do the world's strongest pentathlon next year. Like the world's strongest pentathlon. Nobody in the world has ever done it before. Like I'm gonna do the world's strongest pentathlon. So using these techniques, it helps me plan my days and it also helps me set the boundaries so that I've got a structure in place. And if we don't put the sense, these, use these techniques where it will help steer us, what can happen is it's really easy to get distorted because again, we don't know how to plan or set boundaries. If we don't know how to plan or set boundaries, we then don't track or we're not grateful for the changes we make. We don't even know if we're making good progress or bad progress in re retrospect to yourself like, because we just feel like we're neither here nor there. When we disconnect or we create a distortion because we don't immerse ourselves in the things that are going to drive us forward, what happens is we feel like we've got negative self-talk. Combined with things like freak of natures, which do happen, losses, um, grief, these all happen. So if we don't have something to kind of help steer us in the direction we're going to go, then that's where we're going to struggle. And that's why I, I'm here to support you. 
and hold you accountable. Support is to help drive you on when it like and give you that reward. Accountability is to take that step to help you challenge. Take that step to really drive on because that is where you'll make the biggest changes. That is where you'll make the significant changes and feeling positive. So team, I'm going to leave you with the two techniques again. So when we are faced with a challenge, guys, technique one, what I want you to do is grab a pen and paper. I want you to write down what was the trigger. I want you to write down how you felt. I want you to give yourself five examples of how you speak to yourself specifically. I want you to then write down what actually supports this. I then want you to write down what would you like to be different? I want you to then write down what can be done about this. And then I want you to write down who or what help do you need to, to achieve this? Now go and do it. So that's technique one. And that's a really good brain dump you can do at the end of the day on a daily basis. That could be something you just do whenever triggered. The more regularly you do this, the better it's going to be. Inside your training sessions or first thing in the morning, break your, your challenges into manageable chunks. What is the simplest way for you to win and achieve? Dominate each moment with your unique vibe. Be mega, be, feel incredible, and then celebrate. Celebrate so you give yourself that moment of progress that you quite rightly deserve. So team, I want you to have an absolute mega day. I want you to go and absolutely smash it. And let's have an absolute epic week this week.